And then not 10 minutes later, this girl calls me and she's like yelling on the phone and she's like, I need you to do this, this, and this. And I was like, uh, hold up, who are you? Like, <laughs> You know, this, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to work with somebody that talks to me like that. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm not your agent. Goodbye. And she was like, wait, wait, wait please give me another chance. I was like, no, click. Done. <laughs> Lucky 13. That's what this episode is. So if you're superstitious, turn it off now. If you're bold and adventurous, well, you came to the right place. Keep on, keep on listening. And uh, you're such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just proud of myself that I never think about how to open this podcast. Really, like I just like whatever the first thing that comes to mind is what comes out, and that's just the way it is. And uh, whatever, we'll keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you guys with us again. If you. Uh, are here for the first time, welcome. If you are, are have been around a while, a special welcome back, especially to those. This is one of those good morning to everybody except those who haven't left five-star reviews on the podcast, on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, or have subscribed to the YouTube channel. So hit that subscription button. And if you want to join the party, you can become a tactical agent for free. You can just join the group. Uh, go to tacticalagents.com to get your invite and inside you'll get a copy of our free book. All sorts of other value-added content on the regular and one day maybe you'll work with us. Maybe you won't, but hopefully we add value along the way. So there's uh, there's our self-made commercial. And today we're going to be talking about our ideal clients. And uh, at the risk of self-adulation, I'm going to read a quote. And I think you wrote this, Mr. Fisher. I think, I think these are your words. It says this, you can actually decide with whom you want to work. You are not obligated to work with stressful, unrealistic, or ungrateful people. If you define your ideal client, you'll be way more likely to attract them. Sounds good, doesn't it? As crazy as it may seem, traditional agents are not taught to take the time to think about this. They are conditioned to believe the opposite. They are convinced to try to appeal to everyone and collect every potential client that comes their way. It begins with cold calling, door knocking, and prospecting with strangers. In our digital age, agents are often convinced that they must pay for lead generation to try to attract anyone with a high enough credit score and account balance to buy a house. The hope is that they eke out enough commission to somehow justify in their minds that real estate school was worth it. <laughs> what was going through your mind when you wrote those words? Yeah. I, I think I may have just had to fire a client or something. So uh, I was <laughs> pumping myself up for why I was walking away from. So right right around the time I was writing that, I walked away from 1.4 million in volume on two different clients in the same day. So wow. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what I was uh, what I was thinking about when I was writing that that quote. Yeah, that's uh, that's to the tune of what 45 grand or ish oh uh, yeah yeah thereabouts it was it was pretty close to that 40 45 yeah yeah uh, that's a big decision when you say no to 40 grand <laughs> yeah so the 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 first guy was the bigger one he was buying about 750 and he had just uh he had just lost out on a deal and nearly lost his earnest money and made me look like a complete jackass because he was working with um uh one of those lenders that appeals to military people to tell them they have their best interests in heart, but at heart, but they really don't. Right. You can, yeah. Um, and then he was working with that guy and 
the guy just screwed him. Just And I, I was telling him the whole time, like, dude, you're not qualified to buy this house. Well, he says I am. I'm telling you you're not. <laughs> and he bought it and, and or put in a contract on it, and it falls apart like the final day. Like we're, we're walking to the closing table, and they're like, oh, you're actually not qualified to buy this house. Sorry. Oh, and he, lo- he loses all his earnest money and everything. And um, I put him in touch with my guy. My guy's like, this is what you need to do to – you know, fix all this and maybe you can qualify for the next one. So he calls me two weeks later and he's like, Hey, I'm good to go now. I'm still going to go back to this guy. I'm like, you're going to go back to this guy that lost you all this money. Yeah. But he's, he's going to save me money on my interest rate. He's going to save him like an eighth or something. And I was like, he's already cost you more than that. Like, what are you talking (laughs) about, dude? I was like, look, my, my reputation is too important. I, I, I can't work with this guy. And he was like, well, you know, if, if you can't work with him, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I said, I'm just going to tell you this, man, you need to find another agent, right? Cause we're not a good fit for each other. And he yeah. got real quiet and he was like, man, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really sure. And then not 10 minutes later, this girl calls me and she's like yelling on the phone and she's like, I need you to do this, this, and this. And I was like, uh, hold up. Who are you? Like, <laughs> You know, this she was this uh, client that had reached out to me a couple months ago. I was sending her some stuff. We hadn't ever met in person, and she was flying into town the next day. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not going to work with somebody that talks to me like that. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm not your agent. Goodbye. And she was like, wait, wait, wait please give me another chance. I was like, no, click. Done. <laughs> and, uh, I was in the zone that day. So, yeah. Uh, but that's uh, those two things were at the forefront of my mind when I was thinking about that that stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the the part that I'd like to key into is that traditional agents are not taught time to think about this, right? They think about, it goes back to like the sales mentality, right? If mm-hmm. you can have, you can try to go chase, you know, people, or you can, you can invite people in to, to what it is that you do, you know, how you can help them. I think there's two very, very vastly different, different approaches or different directions. And if you're chasing a sale, then the people are incidental to it, right? If, mm-hmm. if the, if the purpose is the commission check, well then whoever you got to go through to get, get it, you know, you kind of deal with it. And I see agents all the time and um, because if, if, if you're a real estate agent or if you're in the, the lending business and you're around agents or other, or MLOs, you know, whatever, it's a very, it could be a very negative group of people, yeah. <laughs> uh, complaining about their clients all the time. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that problem really because I don't, I don't work with clients that make me feel that way. Because my, my goal is to help people that I'm a good fit with and not not to just get a commission check. The the check is the result of doing what I what I ought to do, which is to help this person or this family in this move. That's that's the goal. And the result is the commission check. It's not the goal. And so if my goal is to make sure that I can do that for somebody, I want to make sure that I'm a good fit for them. And if I'm not a good fit, I avoid that problem from the outset. Mm-hmm. And most agents do not have, they've got listing presentations. Oh yeah. They've got first time home buyer packets. Heck yeah. You know, shiny, you know, fresh off the office max press, whatever. Right. 
they've got it. But uh, so they, they're they're selling themselves. They're selling their their service, their value add, whatever. But they never stop to ask. All they want that person to do is sign that listing agreement, sign that buyer's agency agreement, and they never stop to ask themselves, or uh, is this person a good fit for me? Or am I a good fit for them? Right? They, right? That question is really, really important to actually work with your ideal clients. But we never, we never pause to think about that. And the reason you're not pausing is because your, your goal is misplaced. You know, it's, it's sales driven, it's commission driven, not people driven. I have to make a confession. Uh huh. The first time that I taught a class on social media for, for real estate agents, um, it was probably 10 or 15 people. And, you know, they came to me because at the time, you know, I was running a, you know, a few hundred thousand followers on whatever social media. And, um, I was teaching this class and I'd been getting, you know, I was at a, at a brokerage that starts with a K and ends with a W and I was doing, uh, all the traditional things. Right. And I don't mean anything negative about that. Like I, I really enjoyed my time there. I worked with some really great people, but, um, I was doing all the traditional things and I was sitting there and I was telling these group of people, listen, when you get on your social media, you can't talk about um, religion, you can't talk about politics, you know, don't talk about current events, like keep everything PG, make sure you appeal to everybody, not just, you know, certain people. And you want to attract as many people as you possibly can. And dude, I legitimately lose sleep about telling people that, you know, yeah. seven years later, I'm like, why, why did I tell them that? Why? You know? And, uh, you know, so if you were in that class, that is all bullshit and <laughs> you should be who you are on social media. How about yeah. that? <laughs> that is a, that's a great point. Cause I think we stress ourselves out when it comes to our clients because we try to, we're humans. We're not chameleons. It's like, yeah, you can adapt a little bit, but dude, when you're trying to, to be everything to everybody, what a tremendous amount of pressure you're putting on yourself. Yeah with how you speak or how you carry yourself around this. I sent you a text today. I posted on Facebook something uh, that would be considered controversial. <laughs> right? It is, it's anti-woke. Big shocker. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. On my personal Facebook, uh, Mike Edwards, look me up. Uh, you see a bald guy with his granddaughter climbing on his head, that's me. Uh, and I said something that would be considered controversial in modern cultural circles. And my, uh, somebody from our broker's office like commented back like how disheartening it was. And I didn't back off of that. I was like, I just doubled down. I'm like, because I'm me. I don't, right. I don't care who you are. I don't care. Your status, your money, your whatever doesn't matter. I got to be, I got to be me. And that takes a tremendous amount of stress off because guess who, guess who sends me the DM on Facebook when they're ready to list or they want to buy or their friends have something to buy and they know who I am as a person. Right. Now I'm, because I'm being me, I, I don't have to worry about that because uh, I will attract the people that are drawn to me for being me. Exactly. Exactly. The other thing is like, I don't think we spend enough time asking ourselves 
who is our ideal client. We don't create sort mm -hmm. of like to use industry language, an avatar. We don't, we don't define what that is again, because your mindset in the traditional way is like, it's all about closing the deal. It's all about getting that check. It's all about the number of transactions, you know, whatever. And the client is a means to an end. When you realize how important um, enjoying what you do is, well, the client becomes a big deal. The client becomes everything because I want to enjoy going to show houses. I want to enjoy sitting at the closing table. I don't want to feel stressed out. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I want to enjoy doing this. I want to feel like when I come home at the end of the day, man, what a great day. I had coffee with so-and-so, went and showed houses with these people, had lunch with so-and-so, went out and did, you know, met these people who want to sell their house and I had a great conversation and, you know, learned this about, you know, these people that I never knew or whatever. I, I, I can sit down on the couch the other night and enjoy my evening because my day, my day felt good, you know, and that's, most real estate agents hear that and they're like, yeah, what kind of dream world do you live in? I'm like, I, I just live in the world that, like we talked about last week, the discipline of the, of the right approach has created for me. Yeah. Well, you live in the world you built, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's all, and that's, that's what all this is. That's what all the tactical agent is, is building a business that is built in a way that you work with people you know, like, and trust. And if you know, like, and trust someone, like I can, I can tell you unequivocally now, if you are my client, if we have worked together any time in the last five years and I've helped you buy or sell, I like you because if I didn't, we would not be working together. Mm -hmm. And, and when I made that shift in my business, complete game changer. I, mm -hmm. uh, enjoy it more. I like being around the people. Like you said, you know, going to closings and you feel genuinely happy for somebody because they're a good person and you like being around them. And you're like, Hey, we did this together and you got this house or we, we got you all the money you needed to sell your house or whatever. And it's, it's so much more fulfilling and so much more rewarding. And, um, and the money aside, like, I mean, yeah, you make good money too, but that's just a small part of it. Yeah. I, it's, it's so important for you to know who it is that you want to work with. And it really comes down to character. I mean, it's, it's yes, of course, like some people are like, well, I want to be more like in the luxury market or whatever else. Okay, great. Like identifying your target market is definitely valuable. We, we have a process like in our system for that, uh, for that, that's a good starting point, knowing what, what's my market. But, you know, you're not going to get anything in your market without people. And so, so you really need to think about who is my ideal client? What are they like? What kind of work do they do? Um, <laughs> are they serious people? Are they lighthearted people? Whatever. Uh, it d doesn't matter what it is because it's not my ideal. It's yours. But if you don't take the time to identify who that is, well, you're, how are you going to reach it? You got to have a target to aim at, right? And it, yeah, it's, sometimes people are wolves in sheep's clothing and you think, yeah, this would be a good fit for me. And then, whoa, <laughs> where did this come from? This was not. I was my, wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. And that's okay to fire clients too or whatever. But, mm -hmm. um, or deal with some of the stress because it, you know, it kind of comes to the territory sometimes. Yes, of course. But you're more apt to hit the target when you define it. 
And when you know who, then once you define what your ideal client is like, who they are, then you can start asking yourself, okay, well, how do I reach them? Where, where are they at and how do I get to them? Right. For me, like one of my, like my, I guess, wish list, my, my full ideal client is going to be a business owner, a f- business owner, heavy family person, heavy faith person with a good sense of humor. If I have that, that's like, man, I'm having my cake and eating it. <laughs> like it's, right. it's, it's the ideal. So I have to start asking myself if, if fellow business owners that meet that criteria are, are my ideal, I look at my calendar and I'm like, well, how many business owners am I taking to coffee this week? How many right. business owners have I, have I invited it to an event or to my house or whatever? How, how many business owners am I connecting with? Cause if all of a sudden I'm like, well, man, I'm just so frustrated in my business. And I look at my, at my six current active clients and none of them are business owners, but yet I've said that my ideal is a business owner. Well, there's a disconnect there. So it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that those people are less valuable as people. It just means, well, no wonder I might be more stressed because I'm not, I'm not spending the time in my day-to-day of my real estate business with the people that I'm a best fit for. Right. And it's yeah, I mean, that's, pretty simple. <laughs> it really is. Like, And, you know, you'll hear me say this all the time. Real estate's a simple business. It's not necessarily easy, but it's simple. You ain't kidding. But we, we overcomplicate it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird dynamic in this traditional real estate world where a broker sets up an office, but what they do is they make it like a faux corporate environment where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm the broker, so I'm the boss. And you yeah. work for me, even though you're 1099 and it's really your business, but you work right. for me and you work your way up the ladder. And it's like, well, what? None of that's true. Yeah. None of that's like even the way that this is structured legally, let alone practically. What are we doing to ourselves here? You know, my, my favorite are the ones that uh, they're like, well, that's does your does your lawyer give you a closing gift? Well, no, but. I didn't go to law school for eight years. Like I'm, I'm just a dude who. I let's did a be 40, honest. I did a yeah. forty-hour online honest, course, bro. Let's be honest about what real <laughs> estate is. Okay, it is not comparable to surgeon or uh, lawyer. Yeah, we make really good money when we do it the right way. Sometimes you can even make a lot more than those guys can. But you make your money because of your relationships, mm-hmm. and that's just. That's the truth of the matter. So um, build those relationships and don't listen to the idiot real estate agents who say things <laughs> like, well, my dentist doesn't call me on my birthday. Oh, I, okay. You're not a dentist either, bud. Like, yeah. come on. And besides the fact that, you know, which dentist, if, if I, if I had an option of three dentists and one did actually call me, like called yeah. me, mm-hmm. I, my dentist has called me. Like literally like, hey, how's it going, man? I'm just checking in. I know we saw you a couple weeks ago. Just want to make sure everything's cool. I'm sure it's part of their workflow, which is great. Right. But it's a personal. He's calling me. And if and if I have the choice of three dentists, who am I going to go to? Am I going to go to the guy yeah. that actually gave me a gift or called me or interacts with me? Or am I going to go with the one that does nothing, right? So even even if a lawyer did that, yeah. Dude, I just paid a lawyer two thousand dollars to deal with the problem that I'm having. If I, I would love that lawyer to give me a gift 
Chick-fil-A gift card or something, man. Like, you I, know, just like, had, I just had this vision of a lawyer showing up to your divorce proceedings with a <laughs> bottle of bourbon. And some, like, I would, a boy, gift card for Tinder or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> step by step to creating an OnlyFans or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, guys, you know, so give some thought to this. If you've been stressed out and you found yourself, even if it's like a 25% of the time you're with clients that you don't want to be with, Maybe there's some reasons behind that. Maybe you haven't given it enough thought. And if uh, and if you want to want more information on that, you want to get clarification. We we're totally here to answer those kinds of questions. We just do it inside our Facebook group. Go to tacticalagents.com, grab the invite, get in there, ask any questions you want, and uh, I'm sure that we'll be able to help you in your business uh, some way. So, with that, until next time, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel before you leave. We'll see you next episode.